This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, CityCast listeners. In 2022, Houston was ranked number nine as one of the worst cities in America to date in. But is it really as difficult as they say? The CityCast crew singles, newsletter writer Brooke Lewis, and I sit down with our Taken 2, producer A.K. Almoman and lead producer Dina Kispa, to get some tips on how to navigate dating in this crazy city. It's Thursday, February 9th, 2023. I'm Carleon Jones, and here's what Houston's talking about. Dina, A.K., and Brooke, y'all ready to talk dating? Yes. yes. Okay, so... Dating in Houston to me is super hard and I'll tell you why. I think the problem with Houston is that it's so freaking big. (laughs) If you date somebody, they can literally live on the other side of the city and you're like an hour away from each other. So it's basically like a long distance relationship. And (laughs) (laughs) who wants to do that? I feel like that's one of the main issues. And then on top of that, There's also like this thing where the city is so big, but in a weird way, so many people know each other. So it's also (laughs) really hard to date somebody that hasn't dated your like cousin or (laughs) best friend or, I mean, I don't know if this is just a personal thing. I don't know if y'all have experienced the same thing, but like, Brooke, you're also team single with me. Do you have (laughs) reasons why you think that dating is super hard in Houston? Yeah, it's so funny. I was going to say similar reasons. I do think Houston is so big. And so it's just hard if you don't want to date somebody outside of the loop, which like, it's just (laughs) not worth the traffic sometimes unless they're great. Um, But I also think that, yeah, it's so easy to just kind of stay in your circle. That's what I've realized. Like, people kind of stay in their same like friend groups or work Mm -hmm. groups or whatever. And that's kind of how you meet Mm. people or like, you know, through church or whatever, but you may still see the same people, even though we live in such a big city. So it's hard Mm. to meet new people um, to date for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think COVID didn't help with that at all either. Oh yeah. Cause it's like you're inside all the time. Like the dating pool just shrinks to, to nobody. You're just sitting in your living room. So for like for two years. Well, Carly, (laughs) some people did have pandemic love stories. Mm -hmm. I know someone on this actual uh, chat met somebody (laughs) via uh, um, an app during the pandemic, but yeah, so some people did use that to our advantage. My friends and I joke all the time about how COVID like took off years from our, like our prime. (laughs) Our prime dating lives because oh it God. was it was some prime time that COVID uh, chopped away. Mm-hmm. But I do know some people, even outside of um, Dina on this call, that met people during the pandemic um, and kind of had these really beautiful love stories. So I don't think all the time was wasted. But yeah, mm-hmm. COVID definitely like messed up some things. <laughs> yeah, because Houston is actually ranked like one of the worst cities to date in. I, I could see that, to be honest. I feel like when I was living in, like I had left 
and moved to DC back in 2018. But before that, my prime quote unquote years <laughs> spent trying to date in Houston. I felt like people were also like really clicky. Like once you've left college, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where do you where do you meet people? Right. And so if they already got their friend group established and everything, how do you then try to enter into that friend group and mix and mingle? And that that's the whole thing I felt like Houston was just very clicky. Mm-hmm. And if mm-hmm. the friend group's already established, it's hard for you to get into it and to meet other people. They travel in packs, you know, to events and to different things, like with their own friend group. Mm-hmm. And they don't step out of their bubble. And so that was just very hard. And like you said, long distance. Who wants to be like in Sugarland dating somebody in Clear Lake? It's like, I'm never going to see you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yes. So difficult. Yeah. 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 I remember it was like when I first got into college. It was like, oh, okay, like I'm on I'm on campus. I'll get to meet people. I'll get to, <laughs> to like go out and date. It was like my freshman year. And it's like every person I would like match with or I meet on campus, it's like, oh yeah, but I'm a commuter student. So I drive every day to Katie. So if we go out on a date, can you like pick me up from Katie? Or can we go to Cyprus? <laughs> or can we hang out in, in like Spring, Texas? Or oh whatever. my God, Cyprus uh, brings like lost. Yeah. <laughs> Or like Galveston or, or, and I'm like, this is, everything is an hour and a half drive at this point. And it's like, okay. So like, I'm, I I have all this anxiety driving the entire time and it just, it just will get to you at some point. I mean, dating somebody in Galveston, that's like long distance. Like that's like, that is, that is a true long distance relationship. Like you're not seeing them every day. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I was trying to go on a date. Like I live on the Southwest side. I was trying to go on a date with somebody that lived in the woodlands. And oh my gosh, Carly. Oh my God. When I tell you. Commitment. First of all, <laughs> we were trying to figure out a place to meet that wasn't 50 minutes away from each of us. It was sick. When I tell you it took over an hour and a half to find a place. Oh my God. Like, no. It was no, bad. I- <laughs> yeah, I've had that experience. I want to say like years ago, this was probably pre-pandemic. I think I went on a date with a guy that lived in like Clear Lake, which also oh, no. is like Mm-mm. such a commitment. And we were trying to find some middle ground. I feel like we met in Pearland, which was still like a drive for me. <sighs> and then like he was like, maybe we can go to Kima Boardwalk next date. And I was kind of like, I, I think this is our only date that we're going <laughs> to have. <laughs> this, this, is too, this is too much of a commitment. You're too far away, man. You're too yeah. far away. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Especially if you live outside of the loop, like Mm -hmm. even before I went to college, because I took like a one year break from college, but it turned into two years eventually. (laughs) But like that entire period, like I was living in Fort Bend, like I was living in Sugarland and like anything that was happening was inside of the loop. And it's like you're limited in your time. You're either going after 8 p.m. Or mm-hmm. you're going before 3 p.m. Because if you hit that traffic, you're never seeing your date. Yeah. You're just yeah. not. You're just <laughs> stuck there. That's You're having a FaceTime meeting oh, no. while stuck in bumper-to-bumper traffic. Like, <laughs> oh, that is oh what's God. going on. So, like, yeah, no, I, d- I don't envy you for all of it. But, uh, yeah, it, it can get really difficult, especially in such a commuter city. Mm-hmm. It gets really, really complicated. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're not a good driver like me. And then on top of that, <laughs> we have the craziest weather in the world. So you can plan something for a certain so day. True. And then the weather will go crazy. There was one time, like a few weeks ago, or whenever, when did we have that tornado? I was supposed to go, it was like Taco <laughs> Tuesday. I had already planned it to go to Taco Tuesday on a date. And a whole tornado came through. Oh, it was just no. crazy. Yes. Like, 
you never know what to expect here. Yeah, we could casually have a tornado and then it will be super cold the next mm-hmm. week. And that's pretty it's much a- what's happened in the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, how do you get outside of the house to meet people in the first place? I don't know. But like for our people who have found love, AK and Dina, do y'all have <laughs> tips for us on ways that we could navigate dating in Houston? So I I would say for starters, do online dating. I know there's some people on here who are like, oh, crazy, especially after that recent story where a woman was yes. literally held captive. Oh, my God. Totally gosh. understand. Number one, do not go to someone's house on the first date. Preach. Like, don't do that. Meet in public. Heck, even make sure that you have maybe like a friend sitting without without your date knowing sitting somewhere kind of close, just keeping an eye on things, watching, mm-hmm. and then also have a code word with you and your girlfriends or your whoever it is that you're with. And let them know that one word you text means I got to get out of this situation. Call me with a flat tire, with an emergency, whatever it is. Have an escape plan. Okay. That's number mm-hmm. one. All right. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I would say is go out to different events. Take one person with you if it's like, you know, the Galentine's market pop-up that's happening this weekend, Ooh. go out with a friend, walk around, take a scope, you know, look look at things different, you know, whatever's happening. Mm-hmm. And then just approach a person. If there's a person that looks intriguing to you that you're curious about, approach them and say, hey, or, you know, whatever it is, comment on something that they're doing. Mm-hmm. If they're about to pick up a bar of soap that they're about to buy from this like little stand, they're like, oh, I have that. Lie. You may not have it. But that's a way to get into a conversation. <laughs> Show them that riz. Give them no. that riz. Exactly. Oh <laughs> and then also, if you do finally go on a date with somebody and this person is interesting to you, mm-hmm. one thing I would say, especially for a second date, come up with a list of questions that are your like deal breakers, you know, to kind of establish whether or not you two have the same values as one another, because that's super important rather than mm-hmm. going down a path and realizing, oh my God, we're so different. This is going to hurt my heart to walk away from. Establish that early, early on so that you kind of know, like, this is the person that you want to walk through life with. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I did. I love that idea. Yeah, those are all great yeah. tips. Yeah. And then with the safety yeah. thing that you said, you could also share locations with your friend on your Ooh, phone. Oh, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Share locations always. Mm-hmm. My, my favorite tip was uh, bring that riz. Be <laughs> ready with your riz and just put it out there. Don't be shy. <laughs> and I just like the lie a little. I mean, yeah, you never yeah, know just, what, yeah. where that could get you. A little white yeah, lie. Yeah, like, I don't really know about this. One. Starting your relationship off with a lie, guys. That's a tiny little one. It's not that big. I mean, it always happens. It's always like, oh, I'm kind of into this show, but you're really not. Or, exactly. <laughs> or like, ooh, this looks really cool, but like, or I want to eat here. It's your favorite restaurant, but I don't really like this place. It always kind of eases in like that. And then you can just like drop the truth bombs as you continue in the relationship. Exactly. Like how, how many dudes have lied about their height? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, now that, so okay. <laughs> so I will say coming from somebody who is 5'7 on this call and I feel like I'm a taller girl, there are many guys that say they're a certain height on dating apps and I don't think they actually are. <laughs> oh and gosh. I've just now kind of come to realize if a guy says that he's like 5'10", 5'9", 5'11", they're probably like around my height. They, they probably are. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. But I just would want more truth on the dating apps because I'm fine with dating somebody the same height as me. But there are friends that I have that are even taller than me and they're looking for guys that are taller than them. And so mm. it's hard because some guys just mm -hmm. don't tell the truth on dating apps. And I'm like, tell us the truth. We, we need mm -hmm. to know. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. Important information. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. What about you, AK? I do think that like, a lot of people uh, have expectations for uh, for dates, especially in Houston. There's a little thoughtfulness that should go into dating. Spontaneity isn't as easy in Houston because you're making such a drive. Mm -hmm. You're committing so much of your time, so much of your day into just the experience of going onto that date. So it's not like a two or three hour experience for you. It's almost like mm -hmm. the entire day. So a thoughtfulness in the date is is always worth it. And my mm -hmm. biggest piece of advice to anyone is plan, 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 like extra plan. Like you're never gonna like feel like you're over planning mm -hmm. if you like set an entire day to do a bunch of activities and stuff like that. Prep what time you're gonna come there or when you're gonna show up. Again, who your safety contacts are. The more planning you can do for the date can raise anticipation, but that's not what we're trying to go for here. We're really trying to go for like getting the best experience for your time, mm -hmm. really, mm -hmm. like just enjoying that experience you have. And inside of that, I do think that like there are a bunch of cliches that happen in dates, uh, going to the movies on the first date or going mm. to a restaurant. Uh, I don't think those are relatively like bad ideas, but I do think it would be more interesting if you take it a step further where you can share an experience together. Mm -hmm. um, there's a bunch of places around Houston where you can have these set in built in like conversation starters between mm -hmm. each other where you don't have to sit awkwardly at a restaurant and try to like recall conversations you might have had in passing. Because that will like deflate the date a little bit, especially with all the planning you put in. Mm -hmm. I'd recommend things like, like instead of going to the AMC theater, maybe go to more interesting like uh, movie locations, something like the Aurora Picture Show, where it's these microfilms that are like a little avant-garde. You get to watch different movies of different ideas and stuff like that. And they're like, you're going to watch like six, seven of these microfilms because they're like three, four minutes long. And you can come out and you can have this entire conversation about like, what the heck did we just watch? What does any of this mean? Like, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. You can make your first date like a photo shoot and go to one of the botanical gardens. There are so many botanical gardens. In here. There's a Houston botanical garden. There's the Japanese gardens. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so many places where you can walk around an area enjoy the vibes with each other and kind of have things that are set in. One of my favorite ones is taking someone to a poetry show at Avant Garden for like right about now. Oh yeah. I love that place. Yeah. 
yeah, you get to see all these artists come up, tell these really raw and amazing stories in front of you. And it's just this set in conversation. And you're in a public place. You're in a safe space where people are sharing their emotions. It makes someone very quickly want to talk about their feelings for something. Mm -hmm. So I do think that like that first date should be like a communal experience. So even if it fails, even if it's not a great date, even if you go like, oh, I don't think I want to see that person. When you're remembered, you're like, but at least I had fun. Mm -hmm. I would reserve the restaurant date, the let's get food together date for the second or third date. At that point, you've had so many experiences. You might have shared some jokes. You've had inside jokes. You've been probably dating for a few weeks at that point. So like you get to have a more organic experience with the person you're going out on a date with. So that's kind of my mantra for going out on dates. I feel like those are some great tips, honestly. No, I agree. Those are great. Mm hmm. Yeah, because most people are like, I, I, there's so many arcade dates and not to say that those, those aren't fun. <laughs> like, I love the arcade, but, you know, there's just like, like you say, cliche stuff. So, yeah, I mm -hmm. like the idea of getting creative. And then also, like, you get to see what the other person likes to do, like the hobbies and if they mm -hmm. enjoy the same things as you. Yeah. And try to collaborate. Oh, that's my biggest thing. Don't don't be afraid to collaborate with your date and kind of like share locations back and forth, kind of like you do with your group chat. Mm -hmm. Because how receptive they are to that stuff makes you will will give you hints on how much they can mirror you, mm -hmm. even in, when you get into the relationship for, phase. Like if you get excited about a location and they also get excited about it, that's an instant win mm -hmm. right there. Very true. I think the best dates are where you're like creating memories with the other person. So that's mm -hmm. basically what you're describing. Yeah. Like you're creating something that you're going to be able to look back on and be like, oh, that was really fun or that was really memorable or remember when this happened or remember when this happened. Those are mm -hmm. usually the best dates. And they're the best when you can confirm that the person you're talking to is not a creep. So I'm 100% <laughs> in support of snooping around as much as possible. Google the person, oh, yes. find their family, find their friends, oh, yes. oh, whatever. Yeah. Do the yeah. whole shebang. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. That is the disclaimer, right? That will not be fun if it is a creep. Yes, 100%. <laughs> so that's a great note to end on. So share your locations with your friends, y'all. Make yep. sure that you're not going out with a creeper. Check the Facebooks. <laughs> check the Instagrams. Make sure you look into who you're going on a date with. Oh, yeah. Get creative on the dates and try dating apps. That's, that's our conclusion for today, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, this was so fun, y'all. This was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yes. Love Great tips, everybody. That was the CityCast crew, a.k.a. Al Momin, Dina Kispa, Brooke Lewis, and I, Carlyon Jones. Now, I'm here with AK again to find out what else is going on around the city. Hey, Carly. Today's story is one of tragedy and unity. Across the globe, a 7.8 earthquake that caused a 7.5 aftershock devastated southeast Turkey and northern Syria this past week. Houston has a vibrant Turkish and Syrian community that has been in anguish about the conditions of their families, loved ones, and their home countries. In the wake of this heartbreaking news, these communities have come together to provide aid and relief for the afflicted in their nations. Across social media and the wider Houston community, multiple organizations have galvanized to assist in this catastrophe, such as the American Turkish Association, which has linked people to multiple sites to donate financially and partner with other national organizations. 
The Turkish General Consulate here in Houston is accepting items that will be sent directly to Turkey through Turkish Airlines from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. And the Disaster Relief Fund at the Center for Arab American Philanthropy is halting gift drives for those affected in Syria. If you have the time this weekend, go to any of these sites and donate however much as possible. It can be of great help in this time, as rescue efforts are still in progress and all of the victims have lost their homes to this natural disaster. That's it for our show here today at CityCast Houston. Next week, love will be in the air. And in honor of Valentine's Day, we're asking you to share the love with us by sending your Houston love stories. So if you successfully found love in this crazy city, let us know how by calling us at 713-489-6972. Leave us a voicemail and you'll hear yourself on the show. See y'all later. My big lie was always the office. I would lie and say I like the office. Don't like the office at all. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Not the office at all. (laughs)